Hey y'all, welcome to episode one of Relationshiping and Handling. I am your host, your driver, your uh, boat captain, if you will, Hunter. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to see my intro to uh, this podcast uh, and you don't know yet, this is uh, I'm going to be diving into relationships and how to handle uh, different aspects of those relationships. Now I'm going to be doing that uh, centered around the core scripture of uh, Matthew 22, uh, 37 through 40, or scriptures, I guess. Um, and that is that Jesus replies to the Pharisees, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. For this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbors as yourself. For all the laws and prophets hang on these commandments. And so... With that in mind, um, I'm going to go ahead and dive into the first episode, and of course, what better relationship to dive into than the most important relationship that you could have, and that is a relationship with Jesus. And uh, so, since that is the most important relationship, um, I figured that that there should be some questions um, that I'm going to be asking. And uh, I don't think I'm going to do this for many of the podcasts, but I suggest that y'all answer these along with me, these questions. Uh, Maybe grab your phone, type out some notes, uh, pen and paper, uh, write these things down. Kind of try to commit them to memory so that you can talk about them with other people as well. Um, I think these are pretty important uh, questions. They were kind of... uh, given to me from the Holy Spirit. Uh, And I'm going to go over those questions. Um, If you don't get a chance to write them down, uh, no worries. I'm going to be going through each individual question and going into uh, what each of them means and and the direction um, that I feel like God is taking uh, this podcast. So um, start with these questions. There's seven questions. Uh, Number one is, do I know Jesus? Uh, Number two Uh, Does Jesus know me? Number three, do I talk about Jesus? Number four, how often do I talk to Jesus? Number five, how often does he talk to me? And number six, uh, how close am I to Jesus? And then number seven is two two questions that kind of piggyback on each other. And uh, that is, what can I do better to grow this relationship and where do I need improvement in this relationship? So before we start, let's, uh, I'm going to go ahead and open this up with a little bit of prayer. So, uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we live in a, that I live in a country um, that allows me to, to uh, talk about these things openly, to post about these things openly, God. Uh, I pray that, that each individual that listens to this and watches this, that, um, that they get something out of it, that they're blessed from the, from the words that are, that are ultimately coming from you, God. Um, Lord, just please help us to focus in and uh, utilize what it is that we're learning today because uh, I know that I am learning myself as well. Uh, pray all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. All right, so uh, each week, each episode, I'm going to have a course scripture uh, that goes along with it. Um, 
of course, like the whole podcast, the core scriptures are um, Matthew 22, uh, 37 through 40. Um, this week, our core scripture um, is found in John 17, 3. Um, and it is, let me get to that. It is uh, Jesus actually um, praying for himself. Um, and and this is... Uh, sh- really close before he is betrayed and arrested. Um, and so, uh, like I said, John seventeen three is going to be our core scripture. And it is, Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So Jesus is talking about himself um, and talking about having a relationship, uh, knowing him knowing the Father. Um, And so with that in mind, uh, we're going to go ahead and just dive on into these questions. Uh, The first question, of course, being, do I know Jesus? Um, And with that, uh, I'm going to turn over to Philippians, where, um, where Paul is writing, of course, to the church of Philippi. Um, and it's Philippians 2, 6 through 11. And uh, so here we go. And, and he's talking about Jesus. So we're, again, we're, we're, we're talking about who, um, who Jesus is. Do I know Jesus? Um, so here we go. Who being in, the, in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father." So there are two, there are two types of ways that we can that we can take this. Do I know Jesus? Right. Um, the first is at a fundamental um, knowledge kind of way, and that is, do I know who Jesus is? Do I know um, about him? Right. And and then the second, I think, is more important. Um, but you still need to know the fundamentals of, of Jesus. Uh, before you can have the second, and that is, do I know Jesus as in a relationship with him? Um, and since this is a relationship uh, podcast, uh, that's kind of important here. Uh, so so first of all, who is Jesus, right? Uh, Jesus is God, the Son, right? So there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and they form a trinity, which is God, right? Um, all individuals, but all God, Um one God. It's, it's, uh, I don't remember the word for it. Um, but basically it's, it's something that, you know, basically we can't comprehend like being the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, um, doesn't make any sense in our human minds, but it, it's the truth. So he's one God, three persons. Uh, so God, the son is Jesus. So God made himself flesh came down to this earth was 100% God and 100% man. Uh, he lived a perfect life. 
and he was he was killed he was murdered he was crucified on a cross which is the most horrible death that you could have and and because he was perfect and he was he was killed for our sins and then he he was raised from the dead 3 days later and because he conquered death like that, then we have the opportunity to then have a relationship with God, have a relationship with Jesus, to accept the gift that he gives of salvation. And it is a gift. It's, it's nothing that we can do uh, to earn anything from him. Uh, sorry to my Catholic friends out there and Catholic brothers and sisters, but you can't earn salvation. It's a gift. Um, and so, so that is knowing Jesus, right? So Jesus was that man, was that, is, is that uh, part of God, right? But I think the bigger uh, part of it is, do I know Jesus in the form of a relationship, right? Do I know him from having that salvation moment with him, um, and so that kind of leads me into the second question. I want to say that knowing Jesus is very, very, very important. Knowing, uh, and, and the second question, does Jesus know me, is equally if more important um, than that first question. Uh, they're both very much the most important questions whenever it comes to this topic. And so the, the second question does Jesus know me? I'm going to be turning to um, the Gospel of Matthew. And um, it's Matthew 7, 21 through 23. And I'll paint a little bit of a picture. Jesus is kind of getting towards the end of the Sermon on the Mount. Okay, um, It's this sermon that he, um, probably the most powerful sermon you could ever read, uh, experience, uh, take in at all. Um, is kind of this all day, all day thing. Um, and so we pick up, like I said, uh, chapter seven of Matthew in verse 21. Uh, and Jesus is saying, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name, drive out demons and perform many miracles. Then I will tell them plainly. Here we go. I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So, there. I know. I know a lot of people see this as he's talking to false prophets and and false teachers and and whatnot. But I do believe that there are going to be people who say, Jesus, I knew you. I, I I prayed that prayer, and um, and he'll he'll still say, "Oh, I never knew you," uh, and that's because a relationship takes two, right? You 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 gotta you gotta give in order to take as well, right? And so I I think I think it's very important to realize that there are going to be many out there that claim to be Christians, claim to know Jesus who, who didn't accept the gift of salvation, who never entered into a relationship with, with Jesus. And that is just absolutely terrifying. It's, it's so sad. 
Um, and it is something that, that should break our hearts as those who, who do have relationships with Jesus um, and, and who Jesus does know. It should break our hearts because we should be out there really, really sharing the gospel, really sharing of, of who he is. And, and, and so I have a couple of questions within this question, and that is, um, so how, how sure are you that Jesus does know you? And if you did pray that prayer, if you did pray that prayer of salvation and, and want to enter into a relationship with Jesus, did you pray it with the intent of, well, this is my get out of hell free card? Because if you prayed your, if you prayed that prayer of salvation, if at the end of a sermon somebody said, "Lift your hand and pray this prayer with me," and you did it because someone else did, or you did it because you 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 don't want to go to hell, but you feel like, well, Jesus forgives me, God forgives me because Jesus died on the cross, and so I can go and 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 live the rest of my life however I want to. Well, if you did it that way you probably didn't enter into a relationship with Jesus anyway. Because it, it's a heart condition. It's not lip service. You know, It's not a password that you can say at the door to get into a, a fancy club. So did you really have that salvation experience? If you know Jesus, does he know you? And, and, and I know that this is kind of heavy. If right off the bat, this is kind of heavy. Um, but but I think that I think that the Holy Spirit really led it, led me to to go down that path, um, to to kind of get at the heart of a lot of uh, a lot of this. And that is that the most important thing is that you know Jesus and that Jesus knows you. Um, so, do I know Jesus? And does Jesus know me? So on to, on to question number three, do I talk about Jesus? Man, um, when I think about talking about different people, what comes to mind for me is really a gauge on how close you are and how important that person is to you is based on when, like how often do you bring that person up in conversation? Um, anybody who knows me, anybody who talks to me on a regular basis knows that for the most part, I'm going to figure out a way to bring up in the conversation, Jasmine, because I love her. She is, I, I just love being around her. She is the love of my life. I'm going to marry her. Um, we're going to live happily ever after, you know? Um, so it's really easy in a conversation to go, Oh yeah, I was talking to Jasmine about this, or I did this really fun thing with Jasmine, or anybody else knows I, I like to bring up uh, my best friend Richard because we are close. I am super close with with both of them in different ways, of course, um, but I bring them up because they are very important to me and I'm very close to them. So, um, how often are you bringing up Jesus in conversation with people? Um, how often, uh, do you talk about Jesus and, and, or, or even like I was saying in the, in the original question, do I talk about Jesus? 
Um, I said in, in my intro to this podcast, I do believe that we are on this earth for three reasons, and that is love God, love others, and, sh- and spread the gospel. And so when, when we're in that place uh, of, of loving God and loving others, then spreading the gospel should come pretty, pretty easily. And that's what talking about Jesus is, is spreading the gospel, right? Um, a few places where, where the Bible talks about us, us needing to talk about or, or examples of people talking about Jesus is, uh, of course, the first thing that comes to mind is, is Matthew 28, the, the Great Commission. It's right before Jesus ascends into heaven. The last command that he gives us is, is where, I, where I get the, you know, spread the gospel as being a, 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 a reason for living, really. Um, and that is, he says, go into all nations and make disciples. Go and spread the gospel. Go and talk about Jesus. That is our job. And, uh, and another, another area that talks about Jesus in, in, in the Bible is um, Matthew 6, or not Matthew, sorry, Acts 16. Um, Acts, of course, is, is where the, the, the church, the first church of, of, of Jesus Christ is really born. Um, and, and it's that story. Um, in Acts uh, 16, uh, Paul and Timothy are, are imprisoned because they are Christians, because they are Christ followers, because they are spreading the gospel, they are imprisoned. And in this, in this time where, where just about anybody um, would be so depressed and down and, and um, is having a hard time they're lifting their voice. They're they're singing praises. They're just praising Jesus, and uh, and during that, if you guys read into that story, um, the earth shakes. Their chains come off. The doors swing open, and and no one leaves because they were praising Jesus. Because Jesus told them not to. You know, the Holy Spirit just came upon them and told them not to, and they in turn saved prisoners, other prisoners, um, brought them to salvation. And also the guard there at the jail was brought to Jesus because of, because of their praise and worship of Jesus. Um, because they talked about Jesus to these people. Um, another, another area in Max, or Acts, <laughs> Acts 11, uh, right after, right after Stephen is martyred, um, at least as far as I know, it's the first time that we see that, that they're talking about people taking the gospel, taking Jesus to not just the Jews, but also to the Greeks or the Gentiles, right? The unclean. And so at that point, it's like, okay, people are spreading the word of Jesus. And it's, and it's not just to those who, who originally thought were the chosen ones, right? Um, the Jews, the, the Israelites, basically, um, but also the Greeks, also those who were not a part of, of the, the, you know, Jewish heritage. Um, and I thank God for that because otherwise I wouldn't have salvation. Otherwise I wouldn't have Jesus. Um, and lastly, in, uh, first Corinthians one seventeen. um, we, we look to, to what Paul writes to the Corinthians um, as he's talking about 
like what what his what his goal is, what he's been uh, you know commissioned to do, and that is, uh, like I said, First um, Corinthians one seventeen, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with words of human wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. So what he's saying is. I've been sent to to spread the gospel. I've been sent to talk about Jesus. And we, just like Paul, have been sent to talk about Jesus. We we aren't supposed to be motivational speakers. That's that's human wisdom and and it's wrong. It 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 amounts to nothing. Jack Diddley, you know? Um but we are to, to preach the gospel. We're to, we're to talk about Jesus because that is the only thing that matters. So, do I talk about Jesus? Now, for number four, uh, question number four, uh, how often do I talk to Jesus? Right? And, and so, what is talking to Jesus? Well, quite simply, it's prayer. Right? Um, there might be other ways to talk to Jesus, and maybe my simple mind isn't wrapping uh, my head around it. But really, whenever I, whenever I hear that of like, am, how, how often do I talk to Jesus? Well, how do I talk to Jesus? And it's prayer. And and so then at that point, how often are you in prayer? What does your prayer life look like? Uh, I'll tell you this much: we're 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 told how often we should be praying. And, uh, and that's Paul, again, just writing some good stuff. He just comes right out and, and tells, tells those in, in Thessalonians, um, the first Thessalonians 5.17, one of the most simple prayer or one of the most simple verses to memorize, uh, and keep on your heart and it, and it carries a lot of weight. And that is pray continually or pray without ceasing. That's a, that's another translation. So we're, we're to be, we are to continually talk with God, right? Um, and, and then another, another verse that, that, that has to do with prayer, I believe, um, but it might not be so obvious, is um, in Psalms. Okay, so Psalms 139.2. This is really good. You know when I stand up and when I rise or I'm sorry, you know, when I sit and when I rise, <laughs> uh, you perceive my thoughts from afar. So God knows what, what it is that we're thinking. Right. And, and a lot of times I've heard it said, well, then why, why do we even worry about praying? Right. Um, if he already knows my thoughts, he already knows this, he already knows that. Well, I, one of my friends, I'm not going to specify uh, in case I'm quoting uh, wrongly, but uh, one of my friends tells me that uh, he believes that for the most part, um, prayer is more about us than it is for, for God, for Jesus. Um, and and to, for the most part, I, I agree with that. It's like, um, he already knows our thoughts, yes, but we are commanded to pray. Um, it, it does something inside of us. Otherwise, we wouldn't be told if someone is sick to bring them to the elders and have them lay hands on them and pray for them, pray for that healing. Um, 
you know, he wouldn't say pray continually, right? Pray without ceasing. Uh, Paul wouldn't say that to us if it wasn't something that was that was needed. So I suggest go throughout your day like God is already listening in on your conversation. So just have a formal conversation with him. Continue to tell him what's going on throughout your day. So how often do I talk to Jesus? And number five, how often does Jesus talk to me? How often does he talk to you? I've, I've heard some people say that they feel like Jesus doesn't talk anymore. God doesn't talk to them anymore. Um, and I would say that they're probably just not listening. Now, I've been there before. I, I, I haven't listened. I haven't heard what, what Jesus says to me. Um, but I do believe this, uh, and I, and this comes from listening to different people, talking to different people, asking questions, but I believe that, that, uh, the Holy Spirit, um, the third part of the Trinity, right? Um, I believe that the Holy Spirit who's living in us, um, those who are, who are believers, I believe that he speaks to us in three main ways. Okay. The first one being audible. Okay, and I don't mean like a booming voice and, you know, Morgan Freeman's voice of, you know, this is God. Yeah, that was a terrible impersonation of Morgan Freeman. Please don't, please don't make fun of me too much. Uh, but but I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's that. I do, I'm not going to be as bold to say it doesn't happen, but I think more so it's that, that small voice inside of you. And it's also... I also put in there reading the Bible, right? Because I believe as you read the Bible, the Holy Spirit then then kind of speaks to you, right? Through the words, uh, you know, on the Bible, in, in the Bible. I mean, the the Word of God is exactly that, the Word of God. They're they're all God breathed, right? Um, it's it's God ordained words in in the Bible, so. So audible is the first one. Second one, I believe the second way that the Holy Spirit speaks to us is visions and dreams. Okay, so visions being like daydreams. Uh, And now I'm not saying that every daydream and every dream that you have is straight from God. Some people believe that. I I don't necessarily believe that. Um, But I do believe that he can speak to people through those visions and through those dreams. Otherwise, he wouldn't write about it there wouldn't be uh, uh, things written about, you know, uh, I think it's in Jeremiah that that young men uh, will will have visions and, and old men will dream dreams, you know, um, and, and, and that's a way of like prophesying and, and a way of like hearing from God. So that's the second way. And the third way that I believe that the Holy Spirit, the main way that uh, the third main way that the Holy Spirit speaks to us is through feelings and emotions. Now, again, I'm not saying that every feeling or emotion comes straight from God and it's Him speaking to us. That would be, uh, I think, ridiculous because a lot of times, me being an emotional person, I need to not listen to my feelings a lot of times. Um, and and so maybe, typically, I would I would think that it's people who aren't typically emotional that whenever they whenever they say things like well I feel this way or I I feel that we should do that or whatever that a lot of times there's 
there are specific people that that I have seen this with, and and I go, okay, they're hearing from God. They're 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 telling me things that they believe is like coming straight from God, not not their own feelings. Um, and that's and that's a difference, right, of, of discerning between my feelings and and the feelings given to me by God. But it's the same thing as like hearing that voice in your head. You've got to discern between God's voice, my voice, and even Satan's voice from time to time, or or a lot of times, depending, uh, depending, right? Um, So again, some people have said that they don't feel like God speaks anymore, or or that he speaks to them. Um, And one of the things that I would say in return is the fact that I found at least four times in the book of Revelations, um, the verse that, that is almost verbatim every single time. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now the churches, if you're a believer, you're a part of the church. So it's saying whoever has ears. So everybody, listen to what the, the Spirit says. It would, if, if not everybody was supposed to hear from God, then he, he wouldn't say everyone who has ears, hear from the Spirit. Like listen to the spirit, hear what the spirit says. Uh, the, he, he he just wouldn't he wouldn't do that. So I believe that everybody uh, hears from God. Uh, another another way to hear from God uh, it doesn't happen all that often for me, even though I do it a lot, is meditation. Now I meditate daily, every single day, for forty five minutes. Um, I started about three or four years ago, and I went from five minutes the 10 minutes and all the way up to like an hour. Um, and then I decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and just cut back a little bit and do, and do 45 minutes. But I meditate. And during those times of meditation and mindfulness meditation, um, it's a, it's a bit too Eastern for a lot of people and that's fine. Um, but it's good for me. Um, and during those times, I feel like I hear from God from time to time, right? I'm clearing out my mind of all the clutter that, that's, that I think up and, and I'm able to open myself up to hear from God. And sometimes it's right after I meditate that I hear from God. Other times I'm meditating on scripture. I'm, I'm, I'm quoting it over and over and over again, letting it just penetrate into my heart and just massage its way into my heart. And that's a that's a really great way to hear from God. Um, so, how often does God or does Jesus talk to me, right? Because we're talking about Jesus. And uh, question number six is, how close am I to Jesus? And for that, I'm gonna open up to Galatians two six. And uh, again, this is Paul talking to the church at Galatia. Go figure, right? Um, and he says in verse 20 of chapter 2 of Galatians, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. He's saying, what I get here is he's saying that the goal is to die to myself every single day and only let Jesus live through me. That's it. That's the goal. Now, it's unattainable for 
for for humans uh, quite honestly and 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 you're not going to be able to live a whole life of that i don't know if maybe even in an entire day you could go and do that but whenever he says i uh, i am crucified in christ that's saying i am dying to myself i'm dying to hunter right and i'm letting jesus live through me and that that should be the goal right and i believe that this question is a little bit of like an overview question of questions one through five, right? It's it's a quantifiable type of way to see where you are, to see how close you are, you know, kind of add up where you are with questions one through five. You know, do, do I know Jesus? Does Jesus know me? Do I talk about Jesus? How often do I talk to Jesus? How often does Jesus talk to me? And and each of those things, how you're able to answer those, and I, I don't have like a score chart or anything like that to where you can go, okay, well, I rated it this to this and add all those up and this is how close I am to Jesus. No, it's it's basically just keep in mind all of those things and, and you're going to be able to see overall, this is how close to Jesus I am. Um, and the goal is to, like I said, the goal is to die to yourself and, and just live Jesus, you know, have Jesus live through you. And so, so we're always striving to get there, which brings me into question number seven, right? And question number seven, I'm just going to kind of, I'm going to go through this and, and, and also kind of talk about some, some ways that questions one through five, if you, if you feel like you need uh, improvement in those things. I'm going to give some tips or whatever. But but question number seven, like I said, is is kind of two questions, right? Um, what can I do to better grow this relationship? And that's with Jesus, of course. And uh, where do I need improvement in this relationship, right? So I, I turn to uh, Colossians two six again. Paul just speaking some truth, right? He says, "So then, just as you received." Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him. So he's saying, like, just because you just because you gain salvation and just because you gave your life to, to Christ doesn't mean that you should just like jump ship. Continue to live in Christ. Continue to let Jesus just live through you and 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 just ooze out of you. Right? So basically if, if number one of, do I know Jesus? If, if that's the question that's kind of hanging you up a little bit, well then my suggestion, my, my way of, of improving on that is talk to somebody who knows Jesus. Talk to somebody who knows Jesus. Talk to me, email me, you know, leave comments. Whatever it takes, talk to somebody who knows Jesus because knowing Jesus is the most important thing. And then the second thing is, is just as important, I believe, if not more important. And that's question number two, does Jesus know me? And if, and if you feel, if whenever I was talking about that, you got this like gut kind of, I don't really know, then I would say, man, just dive into the word. Because if you're, if you're saying, I know Jesus, but I don't know if he knows me, dive into the word. Read, read what he says, pray, and, and what I think would probably be the best thing, ask Jesus. 
If you ask him the question, do, I, do you know me, Jesus? He will answer you. You just got to listen. Uh, and that brings, of course, to, to question number three, right? Do I talk about Jesus? And it, and this, this, of course, like I said, it goes into spreading the gospel, right? We are called to spread the gospel. We're here to talk about Jesus. And so one way that I feel like you can get better at talking about Jesus. If you don't, if you feel like this is a weakness for you, um, one thing that I've done for myself and I've challenged some people with as well is set a goal, right? Say, I'm going to speak to blank amount of people in a week. If you're really shy and really timid and you've never done it before and you're, you're a brand new Christian or whatever it might be, I mean, heck, just start at one. I mean, it would be great to just just like that, be able to wake up the next morning and just talk to everyone that you come in contact with about Jesus. And that should be the goal that we have. We should, we should be, as believers, heartbroken that there are people walking around us that are, that are dead and going to hell. And, and it, is, it is on us. Jesus commissioned us to spread the gospel, to talk about him, talk about the gospel of Jesus with, with everyone. And, and it would be great to be able to do that right off the bat, but set a, set a goal. Like I said, one person, seven people in a week, that's, that's one person a day, 10 people in a week. If you feel like you can do that, you know, three people, what, whatever, whatever it is, and just continue to push yourself and challenge yourself to move up in that. And, and, and I promise you, it'll, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Number four, how often do I talk to Jesus? If that's a, if that's a place of weakness where you feel like you need um, improvement, man, one of the things that I, that I did years ago was I set alarms, right? Every hour on the hour that I was awake, it went off and I would turn off the alarm and I would go, thank you, Jesus, for this day. I love you. Uh, you know, this is what has gone on in the last hour. And I just need to tell you about it because, because we're supposed to be talking to Jesus, right? So prayer timers, uh, prayer alarms. Uh, also another thing that I have not started doing that I'm, that I'm wanting to start doing is thankfulness sticky notes. Okay. So you carry around some sticky notes, you write down on a sticky note, take it off, put it on the wall, put it on your, your car, somewhere like that. Whatever it is that, that at that moment you said, man, I'm really thankful for this because every time that you see those sticky notes, every time that you read those words, you can, you're, you're able to say it out loud and, and you're thanking God, you're thanking Jesus for whatever it is that you're writing down right? I'm thankful that I have a house to live in. I'm thankful that I have a family. I'm thankful that I have a job. I'm thankful that I have, you know, friends that love me, different things like that. And, you know, food in my belly. I mean, there are, there are plenty of people out there that don't have nearly as many things to be thankful for. So we should be thankful for the things that we are, the, the things that we do have. And then also starting and or ending your day in the word, right? If, if, if you feel like you need to, to, to talk to Jesus, 
that's going to be a really good place for you to not only talk to, to Jesus, but also hear from Jesus as well. So that's kind of moving into the second thing, uh, or the, the, the last question, question number five. How often do does Jesus talk to me, right? And I would say he talks often, all the time. Um, it's just how much are you listening, right? So um, one of the one of the things that I mentioned before is meditation. If you don't know how to meditate, if you're interested in it, please let me know. I would love to give you pointers. I'd love to talk to you about it because it's something that has changed my life, and it is something that will help in the in the opening up to Jesus talking to you. Um, another thing, one of the biggest things that I actually learned while I was going through the first fast I ever did about this time last year, it was reading through this, I read through this, this devotional and it talked about how that, how that like our words should be few in the way that we pray, right? Like officially pray to Jesus, uh, to God, but that we should listen more than we we talk ourselves. And so what I started doing is I would pray for like two minutes and then I would set a timer for like five, ten minutes and all I would do, I would not, I wouldn't say anything, I would just listen. Just listen to what God had to say. And, and a lot of times he spoke to me. A lot of times there were things that just came to mind. Just overall guys, challenge yourself right? You want to grow and and improve in different areas. Challenge yourself. Ask Jesus to challenge you because he will. Ask other believers to challenge you in these different areas. And lastly, I would say spiritual disciplines. That is a huge thing. We need to be very much involved in having spiritual disciplines. We need to every day be praying we need to be getting in the Word. We need to be uh, discipling others and fellowshipping with others. And, and, and that's just, that's really important. So thank you guys for listening to this, watching it. Um, again, I chose this as, as our first, my first episode because it's the most important relationship. More important than your relationship with your parents, with your spouse, with your kids, with work. It's the most important thing out there. A relationship with Jesus is the most important thing. So um, what I'm going to do at the end of every episode is kind of ask myself this question and answer it. And, and I hope that you guys are asking this as well. And that is, how does this episode play into the core scripture for my podcast, right? The podcast in as a whole, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself, right? Like how does, how does all of this come into play with that? And quite simply, um, if you got a relationship with Jesus, then that means you love him most likely, right? Um, and, and so if we're loving Jesus with all, all of our heart, soul, and mind, then we are going to be asking those questions. It's going to be important to us do I know Jesus? Does Jesus know me? Um, am I talking about Jesus? Do I, how often am I talking to Jesus? And how often is Jesus talking to me? And then how close am I? I mean, that wholeheartedly, that, that, that just plays into it, right? This is a, 
This is a podcast about loving God and loving others, having a relationship with God, having a relationship with others. So thank you guys so much for um, joining me in this journey. I know I learned some things. I hope you all learned some things. I hope you were blessed through this. Um, Join me next week. Be on the lookout next week. Uh, I'm going to be having a guest, um, my beautiful, incredible girlfriend, uh, Jasmine, is going to be joining me. We are going to be talking about the different aspects of early, early parts of dating. Okay, um, so you guys don't want to miss that um, kind of how to set up and set the tone for your for your dating relationships. Um, of course, there are some things that we did not do very well, uh, but there are some things that we we can sit there and say we did a pretty good job on it. And I'm really curious to hear what she thinks about certain things, what she felt like was good and what was bad. I hope you guys are uh, excited and looking forward to that. Uh, again, you know, I want this to be interactive, so uh, shoot me an email. Uh, send me comments, um, you know, listen to me on any of, you know, I'm on right now, I'm on YouTube and on Spotify. So, you know, grab those links, um, take a listen, share them with other people. And, but even more importantly, guys, go throughout the next, the next week or so asking yourself these questions of where you are and also ask these questions to other people. It's, it would probably be a good thing for other people to hear these questions and to, uh, to be able to answer them, them those themselves. So thank you guys so much again, and I will see you next week.